back to the Backbeat, the show after the show where we sit around and talk about the game, and these idiots may or, uh, have questions for me, and I may or may not have a response to it. Sorry. Been a long day. I know I fucked up the intro. So, uh, we're doing things a little differently today. Audio quality might be a little different. We're doing everything remotely, uh, just to try and help with some schedules and stuff. Um, so, I'm joined today by Sam. Hello. And in the background, who you cannot hear uh, due to some technical difficulties, but he's here in spirit, Kyle, um, our friendly uh, half-orc named Zor. Um, is it a half-orc or orcs, Kyle? No, he's a full-orc. Oh, I'm incorrect. He is a full-orc. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, last session was the introduction of um, uh, Geo's new character. And you guys didn't really get to know too much about him so far. But aside from that, you guys saved the village of Tullamore from a Hydra Crassus. A very big, creepy, scary monster that I had uh, modified and created. Um, On top of that, you guys, you, well, Sam and Kyle, you both managed to become infected with the void energy similar to your lost friend George. Uh, oh, yeah, that's also an important note. Uh, George, Aldous, and... God, I fucking forget this character's name. Anthony's Dredger. other character. Dredger. I don't know why. I should remember that, but I don't. <laughs> Dredger. We're all taken by... Um, by Talasha um, before the fight of the Hydra. And then you guys got on this kick with the Dread Counters and going back to Alderheim. And I very quickly corrected you of course corrected you back to where you're trying to go <laughs> um so with that recap out of the way do you who sam why don't we start with you do you have any questions for me um no i still am just beside myself with this damn dread counter thing <laughs> i can but, tell you guys are getting very annoyed by it <laughs> yeah i it god help that get, what i can't remember what his name was remy when I come to see him again, I am not going to ask any questions. I'm going to ram my scimitar through his chest, probably. And Remy is a... What is it again, Sam? <laughs> He's not a halfling, that's for sure. <laughs> Are you sure? Because he has horns. I mean, he might Yeah, be I know. <laughs> Whatever the hell it is, it's not a halfling, even though I constantly picture him as a halfling. Even saying his name again, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a little halfling fucker. I knew you were very... I knew you were very upset about it when you completely went off base and were like, we're going back to Alderheim and killing him now. And and totally disregarding the fact that your friend Aldous and George and the new guy were all just kidnapped by Talasha. And the fact that you're... They're fine. I'm fine. He's dead. (laughs) You're currently ill. And you have this infection, virus, whatever you want to call it. uh... You're dying. What is it called when you have like a fever hallucination? A fever or, dream. Uh, yeah, like where you're just like full on, like not knowing what the hell's going on, and I'm like, I, I'm I'm a, I'm just crazy, full on batshit crazy with sickness, and I'm just gonna go and kill the thing that I want to kill. Yeah, that's that's fairly accurate. Um, especially now that you have another party member that worships Mogus. That's interesting. <clears throat> I know, right? It is nice, oh. nice. It's funny how I go from being the the crazy dark one to now being the, the person that goes to bed early because they're conjuring some crazy shit. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about... What was his name? Was it Billy or Bobby? The zombie. Oh, I don't... 
I want to say Billy, but I don't know for sure. Okay, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle just corrected us and said Billy. The three hundred pound zombie. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Poor Billy. Alas, poor Billy. We knew him well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. I mean, yeah. I. I guess. I don't know. I'm surprised that you don't have more questions about uh, what the fuck is going on, but. Uh, with. With. Well, I might not realize what's going on to ask the questions. So, what do you, what are your what do you talk about? You mean like with us going into the jungle? Well, that, but also more along the lines of why is Talasha there? What is Talasha doing there? Or like, where the fuck did this Hydra come from? I thought. We oh, those are all valid qu- questions, but I just chalk them up as you not answering them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so why is point. why is Talasha there? <laughs> Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. No, those are all questions. But like, I just know that they're gonna give away story story plots. So mm-hmm. I know I already know the answer to those before asking them. So I'm not gonna bother asking stuff like that. That's um, a very fair point. But how many children did Billy have? <laughs> I think canonically, I only mentioned one, and she was older. <laughs> what? We thought you were dead. <laughs> Yeah. What'd you guys think of that encounter I, where I started it with the, or the whole session where I started it with the body coming from this guy? Oh my gosh, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and I, I really liked the fact that you added our old party in. I yeah. That was a cool little callback. Yeah, I, um, I had planned them on being, um, in the campaign because I just, I love the story of Belmont and, uh, and Gadriel, Gadriel, yeah, and what we had had built up, but never really saw come to fruition. So I I plucked it and I put it in and I fast hmm. forward them like a few years and they know that they're they're I think I they said that they yeah they did say that they were they mm-hmm. mentioned it, um and it also fits very nicely with this campaign because of the idea of oh my gosh yeah the... of nephilim and or like half nephilim or what do we want to call them like not true but um half like julian so it fits very nicely in with it and um i'm but they're not half nephilims though right but they are no they are okay so are they the equivalent of are they the equivalent of julian um race wise yes Oh yeah, that's what I was wondering. Not, not, not profit wise. I know, but so maybe I don't know. But <laughs> Julian is special because of the whole profit thing, and he is a nephilim, so it does like help. But it's um, he's not. How can I word this? He being a nephilim is. Special, but it's not what's making Julian so powerful. Okay. So there are people who are Nephilim or half Nephilim, whatever you want to refer. When I say Nephilim, I'm not referring to a true angel demon kind of thing. I'm referring to an Azamar and a Tiefling specifically. Mm-hmm. Just pointing that out there. If it's a, I will typically say true Nephilim, 
if I if I mean a devil and a angel. But as far as this, just for making it simple on me, um, where was I going with this? Yeah, the it, there are people out there in the world that don't even know that they're Nephilim because an Azamar is a half angel or half celestial, but sometimes their powers don't even come to fruition. You right. Know? And you can have a, a tiefling, their their demonic blood is very overpowering, but there are, you could be like a tiefling and not show any horns or anything. You would not even know, um, no especially kidding. if you mix it in. I mean, it's very rare and very seldom, but you could do it. Yeah. Um, you might have like a certain taint, uh, like a, not a taint, a, a tinge to your, to your coloring of your skin, like your pigmentation, but you, I mean, you could be a tiefling with no horns or tail. I mean, it's possible, hmm. especially if you mix it in with something equally as potent, like a, a like an Azamar, you know, yeah. kind of like balancing it out. Um, I mean, it's possible. It's all about the bloodline, you know. Yeah. And so now, does uh, Geo's character know them? Like, was he traveling with them? I know he appeared together with them, but do they actually know each other? Um. This is subject to change because me and Geo still have to sit down about his backstory. But in my head, when I had planned it, no. Um, Geo was traveling there for a very specific reason. And the uh, our old party members, the uh, I don't think they were around. We, we played it long enough to really come up with a name. But uh, Gadriel and Belmont. And, uh, Belmont. They, uh, they, in their party, were there for a totally other reason. Like, they're just okay. adventurers. Like, I've established very clearly that you are not the only adventuring group. Right. Um, there are others out there, and this, this is just following your story. Um, okay. but I, I mean, as far as, You know what would be like, funny is the campaign is playing the same exact time period as another adventuring party. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Okay. I'm very much aware. Um, I've thought about that several times. I've thought about, I've had this idea in the back of my head of wanting to do this one day and try it out, but building up a campaign like in sessions or like in, not sessions, in, in sections. So like act one, what? you might play as the, we'll go with the fearsome few, like what we have now. Act yeah. two, you might play as a completely group of different group of characters. Yeah, that's what I was and like, then, in, in like the Empire or something even. Yeah, and then in act three, you play as a completely different group. So that's like three different characters for everybody. Yeah. Then, when it comes down to the final showdown, it's, 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 um, it's 15 on, on whoever, so you guys would each You'd be playing control your own all three characters. Oh, dang, that'd be cool. It would be cool. Combat would be ridiculously long, and you'd have to know each character inside and out yeah. in order to do it properly. So I was thinking maybe revisiting that after this campaign, but I wanted more experienced players to do it because a new one character is a lot for a new person. Yeah. And having three <laughs> you know that's a lot especially for a three high three high level characters though like yeah where yeah, we'd be so, at the end of a campaign exactly and the, at the end of the campaign but i also feel like that might take away from the the joy of like seeing a character level up from a certain point i mean maybe what i could do is have it be so that 
each time, like each section, you start at level 10 and we level up until level 15 for each one. That way, by the mm-hmm. end of it, it's three level 15 characters. But, I mean, if I'm doing that, I'm making the big bad, like, <laughs> like deity level yeah. kind of things. Well, what um, if you just did two characters? I could do two, theoretically. Um, it's not a bad idea. I would just have to... Uh, we have to find a good, a good balancing act. But I would. All, I think I would ask. also... Yeah. What I think would be cool, too, is to have two separate groups going at the same time and uh, having two different DMs. And um, that, that way, for the final session, both DMs come together and basically handle <laughs> their own their own thing that'd be cool yeah um that's kind of what i would like to see but i think those are those are things for another day you know what i mean it's just, it's <laughs> yeah oh man but um when we're old and retired and can have nothing to do but D. exactly we we own a nerd store and we just want to ex- uh, have fun and party um kyle is asking a question dread counters uh, will backstories come into play with the madness? Uh, so <laughs> Kyle's already mad. Um, <laughs> it's kind of oh, excuse me. It's been a long day. Um, so the dread counters cause you to eventually lose sanity. Um. So, is it like the sanity meter in Elden Ring? Or the madness meter? You know what I'm talking about? The status effect? <laughs> um, yeah, but think about it. Instead of having that bar full, it you have... And then something happens. Increments? It's just, yeah, it's incremental. Oh, um, I would say that I will leave it up to you guys to really decide what... Um, how crazy we get. How, well, no. What you... I will describe to you what this no, level of dread counter does. No, that's not up to does. you. That's up to me. <laughs> yeah. I will describe what the dread counter does, and it's up to you how you would interpret that for your own character. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like this last, um, this last one I described is like, uh, what the fuck did I say? I think I said something along the lines of you startle of, easily. Or you startle easily, and then like a little bit of hallucinations. Yeah. Um, hallucinations is hard. I'm not going to make you come up with that on your own, but if it was something like, uh, you randomly have PTSD and you have a flashback to like something horrible in your backstory, it's up to you on how you say Which, that. Like, what do you, you, what you pick? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to force you to tell, I'm not going to force you to pick, think of one specific thing unless I have something in mind, but mm-hmm. I just like to see where you guys go. What rabbit hole you guys go down. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, let's see. What did Kyle is asking another question? Uh, well, I think Cupcake will come into play once we get the tiefling. Um, you mean... Do you mean Geo's character? Oh, no, or does he mean Remy? I think he means Remy. Oh, he means Remy. Oh, Kyle, I have so many ideas for Cupcake. You don't even know. 
<laughs> what I am about to do to you with that simple five second backstory you told me over the phone, you have no idea, my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have no idea. Um yeah, I have I have plans for Cupcake. I have plans for Zor. I have plans for Demezio and how you two relate to each other. I have plans for um I Jesus, I'm horrible with names. What is Geo's character's name? Mordecai? Mar Markath? Markor? Something. Whatever it is. I don't know. I don't remember. I have to go back and listen. I'm awful. I I hate myself. I'm horrible with names. And D and D I don't have not I don't have my notes um, in front of me, otherwise I'd tell you. <laughs> that's okay. Um Geo I have plans for Geo's character as it is right now. I have a lot of plans. <laughs> it's uh apparently likes bringing back the dead. That's like all that. Oh, yeah, he's making me very nervous with his evil tendencies already. Oh, he totally yeah. is. I think he's bringing Billy back, just to let you know. <laughs> oh my god. Kyle is talking about how uh, Billy was brought back to life and how Geo has a tendency to bring back the dead, which is what making is what which is what Sam is uh, making Sam nervous. Uh yeah. Um, there are there are consequences to bringing back the dead. And what I will say is that not even Mogus would cross that boundary. So that's how I'm going to leave it. And I will leave it up to the party's antics to uh, really dive deeper into that and really get to the bottom of it. Because, oh, if he keeps it up, especially yeah, if he brings yeah. a zombie into a city or raises one near a city or does anything to harm anybody with that, there is going to be consequences Bad consequences. Like a, bag? like a magic bag, or maybe in like a wagon, like a tame, Could... like skeletons. So, Kyle, you're asking me if you want to make a port. Kyle is asking me if Geo can put his skeletons in a bag. And basically, what you're asking me, Kyle, is if you can make a portable hap uh, happy sack full of zombies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm willing to say yes, he theoretically could Nobody's to a limit, <laughs> but we've never crossed into necromancy so much before, so this is going to be a first for me. No one in our group ever plays a necromancer, and I'm going to do a lot of things by the seat of my pants, and I'm very happy I had some stuff back uh, in the in my notes about the uh, about necromancy and things like that. So we are... It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a fun ride for all of us. About ideas, saying like maybe we could get like a wagon and carry and carry him in a wagon, or put it in like a bag of holding. We can hold them out, pull them out during situations for like. You want? Oh my god! Okay, that so be disgusting. It's just a bag of rotting corpses. Bodyguards <laughs> and using them for like issues, like maybe you go into a cave and there's a bunch of people like using. Okay, so I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. You and Geo are talking about rounding up zombies, throwing yeah. them in a carriage, parading yeah. them in said carriage, around yes. wherever you go, and use them as distractions. Yes, and, and Kyle just replying yes to every question Andy asked just now in yeah. succession. Uh, uh yes. I. 
what magic spell keeps them in the wagon? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if that was... I... Oh, uh... something about a bag, a magic bag. The bag of holding is something, yeah. Yeah, and putting them in a bag of holding and unleashing them in double time. Oh, boy. Well, well you look, know what's going to happen is he's, he's going to keep pushing the boundary until something really bad happens, and then he's not going to do it again. <laughs> a higher concentration of necromancy magic will have bigger side effects. That is all I'm going to say, because there are certain limits, and I could already tell he's trying to push the boundaries. <laughs> and he's not going to be happy with what comes from it. But it's okay. He'll learn. Every every D and D player, new D and D player, goes through that phase. So his only other question I can remember asking me was, "Can he twin haste? Can he twin haste?" Twin uh, so basically, if he knew haste and he had the spell to, or I don't know if it's a cantrip or if it's a spell, um, could he twin haste on me and Sam in a battle? Okay, so. Kyle is asking if he can, if Geo can use twin spell to copy haste onto two people. Um, so haste is a concentration spell. Uh, and let me go into twin spell and see what the exact wording is because I think it's a no. But let me double check. Because he said he looked and he said that it was. Okay, but it sounds pretty cheap, so I was wondering if that was. Uh, let me see. 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 Where are we? So, twin spell. When you cast a spell that doesn't have a range of self and is incom incapable of targeting more than one creature at the spell's current level, you can spend a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level uh, to target a second creature. To be eligible, a spell must be incapable of targeting more than one creature. Huh. Okay, so this is what would happen. I think it's one concentration, so, on, and you're just doubling the spell. Yeah. No. You're, okay. Nice try, though. So I was just basically saying, instead, like, instead of a choose one per, uh, player, it's choosing two. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Let me reread this. When you cast a spell that doesn't have a range of self, blah, 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 uh, you can spend a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level to target a second creature in range of the same spell. You're just targeting Ooh. a second creature. But it... Mm. You're twinning the effects. But the problem but is twinning. that concentration. So when it twin has concentration... <laughs> uh, let me... Well, this is what Google is for. Twin spell with... It is a fantastic question. Okay. So, according to Reddit, uh, let me see. Where are the answers? Twin spell doesn't cast two spells. It allows a spell which targets a single target to target two targets instead. It really doesn't modify the number of spells being cast. It simply modifies the number of targets. The spell you're casting has... It's otherwise unchanged. That's what I was Since thinking. It's one spell. You, if you lose or stop concentration, it ends for both targets. Okay. So according to Reddit, and we all know how reliable Reddit is, um, it's gospel. <laughs> it's gospel. Uh, I actually like this because the wording on it is very vague, and I think they did that on purpose because you know that's Wizards of the Coast. Um, it 
I think it does work that way. So any spell that does have concentration, like haste, that only targets one person, could be used on, could be twinned. Um, so I will say yes. Um, but so in terms of like he might be he, targeted. He can he can target me and Sam, and we both get haste for ten turns. Yeah, he would lose. He would be using sorcery points for it. And if he's okay with that, that's fine. But I know... <laughs> well, here's the thing with doing that. Last session, I was very nice. I only made you do one combat encounter before resting. These next few sessions, depending on how long you're in the forest, you will have multiple yeah. encounters without taking a rest. Sometimes we go multiple sessions without taking a rest. So he's going to he's he better he has to learn not to blow his load early because I was very nice. I was very nice. But now you're entering a forest which is essentially a dungeon that I have designed and I have Yay. to remodify. <laughs> so yeah, you're going to be um yeah, it's going to be fun. So if he wants to use his spell for use his sorcery points and resources for that, more power to him, but uh, <laughs> let's hope he doesn't run out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's probably not a good. But it was a pretty interesting question. I think that's an interesting effect, and it totally could work. It's just uh, he'd have to use the resources for it. Did he twin fireball? That's insane. No, he can't. He, no, uh, you cannot twin fireball because fireball does not target a single individual. So, um, well, with that said, we're at the half hour mark. Do you guys have any other questions? Mm. Anything at all? Any, any questions about world, uh, lore, any questions about your characters or anything like, like that? that? Twig in. Twig! The cutest um, little owl boy. So, I am kind of getting vibes like this is like, uh, what the hell is it called? Tomb of Annihilation. Where do we play at there? What island? Chult. Uh, Chult. Like, is are we going into like a jungle like Chult or like deadly like uncharted territory where monsters and crazy shit happens, or is it more or less we're just like going into like woods with satyrs? <laughs> um, it is not the woods from Percy Jackson. Um, it is <laughs> definitely the woods of Chult. Just Great. different climate. Wonderful. <laughs> Is there T-Rexes there? There are worse things than T-Rexes, oh, Sam. Fun. Yeah, that... The guy that Argus was carrying, is he still with us? Or did, uh, or, I'm sorry, Aldous, did he did he go with Aldous? Because he was the one carrying. What happened to the guy Aldous was carrying? Are you referring to the Seder George? Yeah, George, the guy that had the void poisoning. And I'm wondering, is he still with Aldous? Because we're supposed to be going to the woods to help Ald or help George, but who's carrying George? So what you guys know from last session, Aldous is carrying George and was carrying George when he was taken away and George went with him. Whatever ailment was happening to George is still happening to you guys. Now there's another layer on top of that as to the uh, lovely Talasha 
who was riding the Hydra and commanding the Hydra, basically hinted that her base of operations is somewhere in the forest, which is where the other three were taken. So, uh, and she outright invited you guys to come and find her in the forest. So, yeah, that's, um, so basically what's happened is because you guys now have the, the virus, um, you still have to seek out the same guy, but the time crunch is a lot worse for you guys and you have to get there faster. Hmm. So I've, yeah, I've, I, I made some adjustments <laughs> since we lost half the party. I had to make some adjustments, but all in all, it's still there. <laughs> and I think you will I think you will you will enjoy what's going to come from this final from this dungeon's final boss. I think you'll enjoy it. Me or Kyle? I think everybody will enjoy it. Oh great. <laughs> twig is Twig the uh the owl creature, right? Yeah. Yeah, Twig is the owl That's creature. Like yeah. We have to, uh, because he if he doesn't come back in one please. Uh, if he doesn't come back in one piece, can Dio bring him back to life? <laughs> we can't because he's a creature. <laughs> so you're, so you're asking if Twig dies, can he be brought back to life? And the answer, the answer is yes. He, he can, but doesn't mean that he should. I'm sorry. What was that, Kyle? Because he keeps looking for a squire, for someone to train. So if he, <laughs> I think that he has to be the potential when he comes back. We have to save Twig. <laughs> you think Twig is going to be his? Oh, definitely. Because he's just—it's just perfect. Because he'll drive him nuts. So <laughs> if, if all goes well and he stays alive or dies, he has to be his companion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. How about that? <laughs> you gotta say. You have to say, Andy, what Kyle just said, so that way they can, the people can hear. Oh, uh, Kyle was saying. Thank you, Sam. I forgot about that. Kyle was saying that he thinks that Twig should be Aldous's new um, squire, New George, the new George, and he will do anything in his power to make sure that happens, even if that means bringing perfect. back Twig if he dies. <laughs> I think oh, all this slash Rob would be very happy with Twig as his new squire. I I have no idea. I'm gonna ask Rob later because <laughs> I don't want to so happy with it that much. All right, guys. With that said, I think we'll wrap it there for today, and hopefully we can get the tech uh, tech issues figured out by next time. Uh, that way we can have everybody in the in the recording. But with that said, everybody, have a fantastic rest of your night. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Later. <laughs>